Hello, star seeds, and welcome to the new moon in Libra episode of Rooted in Starlight. I am your host, Trisha M., and I wanted to bring this episode to you because this new moon takes place on Sunday, the 25th of September. This is when the sun and the moon are in Libra and join up together um, at two degrees of Libra. Um, I have done an episode for the sun moving into Libra and us shifting into the season of fall. Uh, That took place on the 22nd, but I wanted to do a separate episode with this new moon because I did want to include some of the aspects that are also taking place um, during this new moon. And so it's um, very much a moon where you've got the energy between the 25th and the 27th of September, very much trying to um, work with us and help us help us where we've been, like where we're at. Um, obviously, with a new moon in Libra, um, we very much have the themes of balance uh, fairness, partnerships. Um, and so this new moon is taking place during a time when we've got a tremendous amount of planets retrograde, um, six planets to be exact. And I do speak to that in the, um, shadow and light episode that I recorded on, uh, Thursday, the 22nd. Um, but just in a very, you know, quick synopsis of it, Uh, You have probably possibly been finding yourself over the summer feeling either um, overwhelmed with um, things that you've been working with or there being at some point as each planet started going retrograde, being at a place where you realized things were slowing down and they weren't moving in the direction or certainly not moving Um, at the pace that you may have wanted. Um, And we've really been in that energy for, um, you know, certainly for a good month, month and a half, um, as all of the planets have gone retrograde and kind of been off doing, you know, what they needed to do um, and what they want to be doing in all these different signs. What's interesting, and I spoke to this um, in the last episode, what's interesting about this new moon in Libra is that you literally have the sun and the moon as our luminaries moving um, and helping us to, you know, be working with different energies. Um, And we have Venus in direct motion, uh, who is very much helping us with... um, you know, our, uh, personalized energies and working with us, um, with, uh, certainly with the themes that Libra, um, Libra provides us with because Venus is the ruler of Libra and Mercury, even though Mercury is retrograde, um, is about to be moving direct that will happen October the 2nd. And so Mercury has been moving between Libra and Virgo, Mercury just moved back into Virgo on the 23rd of September, and it will stay there 
um, until the 10th of October. It will go direct in Virgo on October 2nd, and then it will move back into Libra on October the 10th. Um, but it's kind of like these are the four planets right now where we're getting the movement and the momentum from while the other planets have kind of slowed down in the di different signs because they're all in different signs. Um, and so it's almost like right now you've got a new moon that is um, independent of a lot of other planets. Um, and this, and yet this is the new moon that is all about partnership. Um, and so one of the things that's interesting about this is I feel like the themes for balance and the theme for harmony, um, which this Libra new moon definitely signifies for us is very much about, um, being able to create that initially within ourselves and be working with that within and be doing that in such a way that, <clears throat> excuse me, as planets start moving forward um, and that energy starts picking up. And I think you'll start feeling that this week because of the aspects that are happening this week with the planets we have um, Venus, which is interesting because like I said, she is the ruler of Libra. She is spending her last week in Virgo. She will be moving into her home sign on Thursday, the 29th. Um, but in Virgo, she's still in a place where she is about, okay, what do we need to be doing to get things done? Um, <clears throat> And how is this going to be of service to others? How can I be helping others in the things that I'm trying to accomplish? Um, she also would be wanting to make decisions, decisions that um, are really going to foster, especially Virgo being an earth sign, that are going to foster some term um, success and satisfaction. Um as you're moving forward and as she's moving forward. Um, so this is certainly a place for Venus where even though she likes and, and may find herself looking to be busy, there is a part of her that it's busy, but very much in a reflective mode of being able to you know, almost be going through her checklist to say, okay, where are the goals that I've set for myself for the year? Um, and how am I doing with that? And what might need to be changed? Um, or, you know, restructured in some way, so that things can be working out in you know, in a more positive way than possibly they have been. Um, and that's something very much that Venus in Virgo would be working on. One of the things that's interesting, though, with this Libra new moon and the sun being in Libra is that we are at the astrological halfway point. Um, remember, 
back in March at the um, start of spring here in the Northern Hemisphere, I said that that's considered the astrological new year. So that was another time of year where you could have uh, easily created, if you had not done it in January, you certainly could have created uh, intentions for the year. And so now that the sun is in Libra, we are in a place where you get to look at what you've been doing since the spring, because now we are in the season of the harvest. We're in harvest time and you're able to see how well uh, did that crop I plant work out? How well um, did the things that I was looking to do, how well did they manifest? And in what way, um, in what way are they working? And in what way do I possibly need to be retweaking them um, or recalibrating them or restructuring them in some way um, so that I can still manage to, you know, have success with those particular goals or seeds that I had planted at the beginning of the year, whether that was the beginning of the calendar year of January, or if you chose to use spring as the time that you wanted to be working with growth and manifestation. Um, And so that's very much where we're at. We're in this, you know, this time of harvest Um, which we go through, um, you know, obviously throughout September and very much also for the month of October. Um, And so this is certainly a period where we have the opportunity to be looking at things to say, what do I feel is working for me? uh, And and what is it that I may need to be changing and, and still be able to be ma- taking steps that, you know, can bring something about for something that you're working on. Um, and that can be whether it's a relationship or whether it is some other, um, you know, entity of, you know, some goal, some project, um, something, you know, in your work life. Uh, because with Libra, you're definitely in the sign not only of balance and harmony, and certainly right now with this new moon, I do feel like it is about checking that within ourselves and making sure that we are not overdoing, that we're not overcommitting or overpromising, um, and and that what we are committed to is something that is working for everyone because that's where, um, you know, they, the, the word justice is used a lot, um, with Libra and primarily because it's the sign of the scales. That's the symbol that is used for Libra, the scales. Um, but justice is also very much about that fairness, uh, not so much the right and wrong, as it is what is fair for all involved. And so, you know, other than, um, you know, the partnerships, you also have uh, the themes of, um, you know, contracts and and contractual agreements 
um, being part of the sign of Libra as well as, um, you know, the legal uh, entity being placed in, in that um, seventh sign of Libra. And that's primarily because that really is, Libra is the first sign where we really take the I that we've been working with um, and developing from the sign of Aries all the way up through the sign of Virgo. And we then want to start exploring in this seventh sign of Libra, we then want to start exploring how can the I that we've been developing be shared and how can the I become a we and what would that look like? And what would that in what would that entail for me? What would I need to commit to? What would I need to sacrifice um, in order for the we to be as strong as the I? Um, and so they're very much some of the themes that you're working with while the sun is in Virgo. Um, but I feel that with this Libra new moon, it is the start of and it's initially asking us to really say, what is it that you need to be reflecting on for making sure that there is harmony in your own life and there's harmony in what you're doing, there's harmony in the relationships, um, there's harmony in the energy that you're putting out. I think sometimes when we talk about contracts, and um, certainly on um, the realm of business, we often just get into the, you know, the monetary value. But this is very much also a um, speaking to, especially with Venus involved, this is very much speaking to the kind of energy that you give of yourself. Um, and and I do believe on the last uh, episode that I did speak to the fact that for Venus, she is the ruler of the heart chakra and the um, lower abdomen or the sacral chakra. And so she very much is involved. Um, Libra is also the ruler of those, is associated with the, those chakras. Um, I don't mean to say ruler, but the, Libra is associated with the lower abdomen or the sacral chakra and the heart chakra. And so with this Venus ruled new moon, um, those two chakras are certainly chakras that she is um, associated with. Uh, and so this is really about us initially looking at ourselves to say, what is it uh, that we're involved in on a day-to-day -day basis and are, you know, are we able to be engaged in that in a full way? Is that something that we feel, you know, passion for or a deep interest in? Is it something that really lights us up in some way and that it gives back to us something so that the energy that we're putting out is then being, um, you know, the exchange is then that it comes back in some way where it really helps us move forward in some way. And that does not necessarily uh, have to be monetary at all. Um, and so 
that is definitely the themes that we're working with through this new moon. And some of that too is because uh, Venus is very active uh, with this new moon, which is interesting because when I talked about Venus moving into Virgo, I, you know, in that particular episode, I did talk about how that's not the strongest place for her um, because she's opposite the sign of Pisces where she's exalted. And so in Virgo, she can, like I said, she can get a little busy and, and concerned about wanting to be doing and, um, you know, maybe doing for others in a way that may not necessarily be uh, beneficial for her. And that's where her challenge of the Venus in Virgo comes from. It's making sure that, you know, when you're giving of yourself, you're doing that, um, you know, in a genuine way and not in some kind of people pleasing way or some kind of fear of missing out or, you know, that way that energy of, Oh, what would people think if I don't do this? Um, and so that's what Venus does need to watch out for. But for this particular week, she actually is working with Pluto. She trines Pluto. That will be exact early, uh, very early on September 26th. And so that's energy that you're already working with um, while the new moon is happening is Venus lining up uh, in Virgo with Pluto in uh, Capricorn. Pluto is retrograde. Um but remember, Venus and Pluto have had um, some very deep work that they've done together at the end of last year and the beginning of this year when she spent so much time in Capricorn because of her retrograde motion. And so this trine is very much, um, you know, trines are what we call the nature of Jupiter the energy within a trine is complementary. It's harmonious. It is um, a situation where it wants to help you. Um, and that's always based on the planets involved. Uh, obviously, for Venus, the planet of relationships and, um, you know, the planet of love and partnerships and relating to all things that we care about. Um, this trine with Pluto, who is the, you know, Pluto is very much the Lord of the underworld. So this can be very beneficial, especially with so many planets being retrograde. This can be a situation where you actually find some things out that you were not aware of that you actually need to know in order to help uh, move yourself forward uh, and move things that you're working on forward. Um, you know, keep in, in mind that with, uh, Pluto being the Lord of the underworld, that, that whole underworld energy and that whole underworld, um, motif and archetype is very much about things that are hidden and things that may be secret. Um, and depending on what it is, it's obviously going to generate you know, different emotions. Um, and that can be anywhere from a darker emotion, uh, you know, being something like shame or something where, you know, something that's hidden, 
and secret than you find out. And it actually actually ends up being information that can help you and move you forward. And I feel like with this new moon and kind of where we're at right now with the planets being retrograde, that this is that kind of week where the planets that want to work with Pluto, they're basically coming to Pluto to say, okay, you've been retrograde. Um, there's things you've been kind of having us retrace and, and, and retrack um, since the end of April, which is when Pluto went retrograde. Um, and so, you know, Venus shows up initially on the 25th, 26th to be saying like, what is it that is going to help, you know, help the individual move forward? And is that, is there information that you have that they need um, that's going to help them either in a relationship, um, you know, it could be some kind of um, business aspect, uh, it can be certainly some kind of project or, um, you know, creative aspect that you're working on. And that can certainly be something that will um, be able to, and especially with Mercury, this is the week now where Mercury starts slowing down because it's getting ready to move forward on October the 2nd. Mercury's in its home sign. And so I feel like right now with Venus, she's kind of got, you know, Mercury helping her out as well with whatever information she may need. Um, and so I feel like this is um, that kind of a week where to be on the lookout for you know, especially if you got into a place where the retrogrades started getting just very heavy for you and started slowing your progress down or slowing down goals or interfering with relationships, um, then I feel like this is the week where there is a shift that starts taking place. Um, and I I expect that it's going to be more of a, again, a slower moving change, you know, not some kind of lightning bolt, but it's certainly going to be, um, especially with this, these earth signs involved um, and the air signs, because the air signs are, you know, a bit very, Libra as an air sign is very much about um, being able to understand the concepts of relationships and understand, you know, on a, uh, a mental level, what it is that, that we want to be committing to, um, as well as on a, you know, a heart centered, uh, level. Um, and so this is something to, to be on the lookout for, because one of the things that is going to be happening is then you're also going to have once, um, Venus and Pluto trine, then you're going to have Mercury and Venus who are now both in Lib in Virgo, sorry, Mercury and Venus both in Virgo, they will conjunct again very early on the 26th. And so that's energy that is already taking place during this new moon. And then we have... Um, the energy, and I spoke to this uh, in the last episode about the 
uh, sun and the moon opposing Jupiter um, during this new moon because we have Jupiter in Aries. Jupiter is retrograde. Um, but again, Jupiter is that planet that wants us to be moving forward, wants us to be growing uh, and evolving. Uh, and then, and Jupiter's all about, well, what is it that you need? Um, so being retrograde in Aries, he's probably, you know, you've probably been in a situation where you feel like the growth may have slowed down, or maybe the, the level of resources that you were getting may have slowed down. Um, but Jupiter itself is not a planet that it's, that wants us to like just stop anything. It will challenge us in a retrograde state to say, okay, you know, a roadblock's been put in front of your way. How do you want to get over that? How do you want to get around that? Digging down deep into your self-confidence. How much do you believe in yourself? What kind of faith do you have not only in yourself, but in a relationship or a goal that you've um, committed to, because that's very much what Jupiter likes to work on, is the element of the confidence that we have in ourselves. But that, all, but that comes from that faith that we have in ourselves and in the universe being there um, to be helping us in the ways that are necessary. And even in a retrograde state, because for retrograde planets, um, even when that entails slowdowns, for the cosmos, there is this, you know, element of, well, this is divine timing. And so where for us, it might be, oh, but wait, now suddenly I'm taking a U-turn or suddenly I'm having more challenges or suddenly things aren't moving the way they were. The universe is like, yes, and there's a reason for that. And you may not initially understand that now, but trust in this higher source energy that it is meant to be working for your highest good and to get you where you are going to be best served, um, not only for yourself, but then in whatever ways you're able to be making yourself available to others. Um, and so that's kind of where all of these planets being retrograde, um, that is one of the ways that it can be working out for us. Uh, and I think that we'll see that, um, you know, with the sun, you know, opposing Jupiter, which happens during, again, that's during the new moon, for the sun and Jupiter, it's exact on the 26th at um, 3.33 p.m. Uh, I don't know if I mentioned it, but with the timing of this new moon, that 5.55 p.m. Uh, in on the East Coast with the uh, daylight savings time. Uh, so I realize, you know, the West Coast, there's a three-hour difference, and then we've got your uh, central and mountain time. Um, as well as uh, the Australian, uh, so for I'm is at, and that five 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 is very much in um, with numerology. That's very much uh, an element of energy that is all about change. And um, what's interesting, it's 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 also about 
you know, being able to test oneself before getting ready to start another phase. Um, the number five is also about giving uh, energy or giving motion to matter. And so I feel like that in itself is very telling. Um, the number five is ruled by the planet Mars. And what's interesting is with this Jupiter uh, opposition that the sun will be having with Mars, which will be exact on the 26th at 3.33, the number three is ruled by Venus. Um, and so I think <clears throat> if anything with Jupiter being retrograde, again, this might this would be a situation where you will be, you know, provided the information or the details of something you need. Um, and with Jupiter and the sun being involved, especially with Jupiter, I, I feel like it can be along the lines where you might find out that uh, you overcommitted to something or overpromised on something. Um, and then this sun and Jupiter um, opposition will very much be something where it's going to be able to provide some information on what needs to be done in order for there to be a reassessment or, a, you know, a reevaluation of, of something that you're working on um, or very much, you know, a relationship um, and, you know, your part in the relationship. I mean, Aries is very much about our identity and how we develop our personality and our ego. Um, and so with the sun and Libra, that's very much that, what is it that we bring to the table in any relationship that we get involved in? Um, and so that's the kind of energy, uh, with that particular aspect that I, that I feel like would be coming to the forefront for us. And then on the 27th, again, Pluto retrograding Capricorn, Pluto will then be trining with Mercury retrograding in Virgo. So we've got Mercury and Venus now together in the sign of Virgo, and they're right now traveling very close together. At the new moon, they're literally only two degrees apart. Mercury um, is at 27 degrees and Venus is at 25 degrees, which is why these aspects to Pluto happen so close together. Um, and I feel with that, that obviously Venus and um, Mercury are the personal planets um, for us. Pluto is one of the outer planets. Um, and so the information that we would be receiving in these trines is something that will be really about being able to help us sort out details, sort out our feelings, sort out um, information that um, we may be needing, that we would definitely be needing uh, as we prepare for Mercury to um, go direct on October the 2nd. And so I almost feel like this is the week where you have some of these planets saying, uh, if, you know, things got too overwhelming, or, you know, if, you know, there was just, you know, too much of a slowdown that happened you know, in the last month or, you know, the last couple months, you know, we're here now to start, you know, providing you 
with things that you might have missed that you needed. And we're also here to start providing you with the energy that you would need in order to get ready to be um, moving forward and kind of dusting off the cobwebs and saying, now, where was I before, you know, the um, haze of summer and the haze of uh, retrograde planets took over. Um, And so I think that's something to really be looking forward to uh, during this, you know, this new moon. And this is very much energy that you're going to be feeling, you know, from the 25th to the 27th. And then on the 28th, Wednesday, the 28th, we have another trine, and this is going to be taking place with Mars in Gemini and Saturn in Aquarius. And they will be trining at 19 degrees. Um, This is a really interesting, um, this is a really interesting um, aspect, partly because with uh, Mars being in Gemini for the length of time that it is, it is going to be making an extended trine to Saturn um, over these next these next uh, couple months. And so this uh, trine that they're about to have, I feel like one of the things that's going to be happening with Mars, even though it's in the sign of Gemini, which is very much, um, you know, it, it likes being in Gemini in the sense that Gemini is very much about youth. It's about spring. It's about, um, you know, uh, new ideas, um, you know, new relationships. And um, one of the things that Saturn's going to be doing with uh, the energy that it wants to be sending to Mars is it's really going to be helping. And I feel the two of them will be working together in making sure that what Saturn helps us move forward on will be things that will really be um, in a matured sense. And so it won't just be, it won't just necessarily be that, oh, I love that idea. And oh, that idea is great. And oh, I, I, I should try this. And oh, let me, you know, let me go there that it will be more with Saturn right there trying to to work with Mars uh, in a helpful way. It will be more of a, okay, what idea is that? And what is it that you already have? What is it you're already doing that that idea works with? Um, and so I think that there can actually be some mastery Uh, that will be coming out of the relationship between Mars and Saturn um, and this extended trine that we will be experiencing. Um, You know, like I said, I've mentioned before that Mars will be going retrograde in the end of October in Gemini. So there will obviously be some challenges uh, along the way. Um, But I do feel that the trine itself is meant to say what ideas is it that you have um 
what is it you're trying to create? What is it you're trying to say? How is it you're trying to express yourself? Because Gemini is also about, you know, our communication and very much um, our daily communication, you know, how we go about that. Um, and keep in mind, Gemini is also about some of the, the you know, the, what we would call the small things in our lives, like the day-to-day things that we do, you know, within our neighborhood. Um, <clears throat> so that's where the neighbors and siblings and, you know, going to the grocery store and those kind of things are going to be impacted as well. Um, but there definitely is going to be an element to this trine where, the ideas or the way that you want to, to bring a message forth or create some kind of communication or message um, to be able to, to express yourself in some way that you may um, not have been able to, that this trine with Saturn is actually going to be very beneficial in the long term because it will be something that will allow you to, you know, take some time to research what might need to be researched, take time to gather information and, and resources that you would need. Um, and I think with Mars and Gemini, and I've said this before, one of the things that will help with is that in this, in the information piece of it and, and, you know, gathering resources, Mars will be trying to help us, you know, not get trapped into the tunnel vision where you're thinking, oh, well, the only way I can do this is this way, where Mars will be expanding that view and saying, no, there are multiple ways to try and get this done. Um, and yet it will be in a way where Saturn's energy will be, you know, be providing it with yes and 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 any of these ways are sound and, and solid to be working with. Um, and so I think that's going to be interesting to see how that energy plays out. Um, <clears throat> obviously Saturn is retrograde right now, but Saturn will be going direct in October. It's going to be interesting because Saturn goes direct um, before Mars goes retrograde. And so there will be, um, it'll be interesting to see how that plays out that, you know, right now you've got, and I've said before, Mars is in a, uh, is in its shadow period. Um, but we have, um, we definitely have, um, you know, a slowdown with Mars, but it is still, you know, moving direct and, so then we get into October and you'll have Mercury um, Mercury moving direct at the very beginning of the month. And then that is followed by, um, that's followed by Pluto. Um, and then we also will have, um, we'll have Jupiter in October moving into the sign of Pisces. Um, and so we're definitely in this last week of September with this new moon really kicking off. I feel that we have an opportunity to really be 
um, using the aspects that are happening this week, all these trines, I almost feel like it's, you know, again, it's this divine energy that is, you know, saying that, yeah, there might be something that you have felt you've had to be struggling with or that you've been doing without, or it just has not worked out for you the way that you were hoping or the way that you thought it would. Um, and so here we are now providing you with the information that you might need um, that will allow you to garner the energy um, and, you know, be able to see that manifest um, within, you know, the coming weeks, especially as planets start um, going direct. Um, and so, so this on that level is very much one of those uh, really interesting weeks. I feel like, again, I love the change of seasons. I always have just a uh, an upbeat energy when we change into any season. Um, but I do love the season of fall um, for some reason. And so uh, I will say before I sign off here that the 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 biggest thing to be cognizant of, to be aware of, um, because it is humming in the background and it's going to be humming in the background um, throughout uh, certainly the beginning of October. And that is this Saturn uh, squaring Uranus. Um, they right now, Uranus is retrograde, Saturn is retrograde, Uranus is in Taurus, Saturn is in Aquarius. Um, and again, we had this, we were dealing with this square last year in 2021 because the, these two planets met up um, in exact precision at three different times throughout the year. The first time being in February, the second time being in June, and then the third time being in December, right around the um, Christmas holidays, actually. Um and so you can really think back to last year to see, well, what was it that I was working on? What were my relationships like? What was going on? Um, because remember, you've got uh, Taurus, which is ruled by Venus. And so there, that's very much, um, you know, a sign, a relational sign, as is Aquarius, because Aquarius, Saturn's in Aquarius, and it's all about how is you, the individual, able to help the collective? Um, and what does that mean, actually? And so that is, um, that square is going to get tighter at the beginning of October. Um, and that's going to be lasting for about a week. But they right now are only a degree apart. And so... Uh, we definitely have that in the background, even though we really do have some nice aspects happening this week with these trines that are um, kind of all showing up together, all happening um, during a new moon energy, which is all about being able to have new beginnings um, and letting go of the previous uh, energetic uh, themes that you may have been working with and, and, you know, kind of starting with a clean slate. Um, that's one of the things that's great about it, the new moons is that you really do get 
um, this opportunity once a month to really be able to say, okay, you know, let me just, you know, take a deep breath and, and start over or, you know, let me take a deep breath and, and see where I can go with this or where I, what I can do with that. Um, and so that's very much the, the themes that um, Libra itself likes to work with because it wants to say, how can you bring harmony into your life? What does uh, internal peace look like? And then how can that internal peace be shared with others? Um, and so that's uh, what's going on with this new moon. And that's very much what's going on with this week, um, this last week of September. And I will be back on Thursday. And that's going to be when Venus moves into her home sign of Libra. And then that episode will be very much, uh, I'll get back into because something I got away from was episodes where I just talk about what's going on for the month ahead. And October is really busy. And so I will definitely do an episode uh, this week with, you know, just giving us a overview of what's going to be happening. And then the episodes will be, uh, the weekly episodes in October will very much work with the amount of aspects that will be happening and the movements of the planets as they will be um, starting to move in forward motion. Uh, and so on that uh, note, I want to thank everyone who is tuning in. I want to thank you all that have that were showing up over the summer. I know that when we're taken out of our routines, uh, it sometimes is very hard to... Um, you know, continue to be consistent with something. So I truly am grateful for the, um, for the supporters that show up, uh, every week, um, for me and have been showing up on the bi-weekly because that's one of the things that happened for me with the summer is I kind of went bi-weekly. And now that we're in fall, I'm definitely going to be falling back to my, uh, weekly versions, especially with October being as busy as it is and with eclipse season uh, upon us. Um, and so I wish everyone a beautiful, blessed, harmonious uh, Libra new moon. I will see you on the next episode. Thank you all for listening. If you are interested in following me, you can find me on Facebook at Trisha Morrissey or under Rooted in Starlight. And you can also find me on Instagram under trisha.morrissey.31. If you are interested in a cosmic calendar, um, especially with October being as busy as it is, or if you are interested in a uh, astrology chart reading or a tarot reading, uh, which I do incorporate astrology with my tarot readings, you can reach out to me via email at rooted in starlight that is all one word rooted in starlight at gmail.com and remember to reach high for the stars lie hidden in your soul thank you everyone <laughs>